Hey, good morning, everybody. It's great to see you. Um, thanks for spending part of your Halloween weekend with us. Um, speaking of Halloween, I um, heard about this witch who was flying on her broom. She got so angry, she flew off the handle. <laughs> That's not the worst part of the joke. It keeps going. Um, thankfully, she landed on a pile of witches that were at a witch convention, and they all had name tags because apparently they needed to figure out who, which witch was which. Yeah, that was worse, right? The first part, I should have just stopped at the first part. Yeah. Um, yeah, where do I go from there? Oh, well, um, I'll try and redeem myself. I'm not sure if I can. So November 1st is All Saints Day as well, so we can celebrate All Saints Sunday. And uh, so speaking of saints, I, was come, I came up the stairs and my wife was talking to my mother-in-law and she said, my husband has the face of a saint. And my mother-in-law said, yeah, St. Bernard. She didn't really say that. Um, last, last but not least, maybe least, I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, so what did St. Patrick say uh, as he was driving the snakes out of Ireland? You all got your seatbelts on back there? Like, yeah, see, it was bad. That was like really bad. If you didn't like the jokes, my name is Drew. I'm the family pastor around here. If you did like him, my name is Rick. I'm uh, one of the pastors around here, and uh, it is great, great, great to see you here. I'm excited about this um, series, excited about the things that are happening uh, here and things that are going to happen, um, you know, over these next 30 days. We're pressing into this idea of 30 days of thanks. And if there's nothing else to be thankful for, I'm out of jokes. Uh, well, I'm out of those kinds of jokes, so we'll see kind of what happens from here um, but I've been, I'm excited. I'm excited about what it's done for me. Uh, one of the things I, I really press in to try and do, I, I, I really try and live this, this stuff better than I teach it. Does that make sense? And so as, as I started realizing we're gonna talk about thanks, thanks, thankfulness and thanksgiving over the next whatever, I started like practicing some practices, trying to figure out what, what would help my heart connect with some of these things. And so just, just even practicing some of these practices we're gonna talk about today has really been a powerful experience in my life um, and led me some, to some great places. And I hope that is true about you as well. <clears throat> because this, because the thankful life is the best life. That's, that's really true. I, I believe that and actually it's scientifically true. Here's, here's some... Um, Thankful people live longer. They feel less stress. Thankful people have uh, lower depression and anxiety levels. Thankful people are more joyful. Thankful people are healthier physically, emotionally, and relationally, generally. Does that sound good to anybody else? I mean, if, if, if that's what this series is gonna do for me, I'm here, right? That's what I... I want to live longer, feel less stress, have lower depression and anxiety levels, be more joyful, healthier physically, emotionally, relationally. That is the best life. Thankful life is the best life. And so we're going to press in over the next uh, 30 days to these, to these things. And I, and I wrote as I was beginning to, to prep for this series, just some hopes for us for this series. And just so you know kind of what my hopes are, what our hopes are for us, for all of us together are that our hearts and our minds and our lives would align with the heart and mind and power and presence and goodness of Jesus. That's what thankfulness does. It aligns our minds and our hearts and our lives with the mind and heart, thankfulness, presence of Jesus. 
I'm trying to read my own writing here. Oh, here's what it says. As our thankfulness muscles grow, that the power of complaining and negativity would loosen. And apparently I'm spelling loosen with a T, some reason in my journal, uh, its grip on us. And then that our city would change as we flood our hearts and our homes, our neighborhoods, our classrooms, our offices, and our workplaces with thankfulness. So we get to engage together in this great thankfulness experiment. That's what we're gonna, we're gonna talk about today, this great thankfulness experiment. Today is just gonna be kind of an overview. And then the last half of the message, I'm just gonna introduce some practices that I'm gonna invite us all to do together that will build our thankfulness muscle. And not so we can just be thankfulness, thankful for thankfulness sake, that so we can kind of have this pull yourselves up by your bootstraps kind of mentality, but thankfulness really does align our hearts and our minds with the heart and mind of Jesus. And once we, when we get in that situation, then, there, then growth kind of fly, flows out of that. Um, so click that next slide, would you? And here's our, our hope that our connection with God and every aspect of our mindset will improve as we press into thankfulness together. And that word together is huge. It um, really is, it is all of us. It's one thing to say, I'm gonna press into some practices. It's another thing to have a community that's, that are doing some things together that, that will uh, encourage us along the way and to know, oh man, I'm not the only one out here that's doing this because thankfulness is tough. We're gonna talk a little bit about why that's the case. And here's the thing. Some of you here are just trying to f- figure out who Jesus is. Some of you watching online certainly are just trying to figure out who Jesus is, if, if Jesus is who he says he is. Some of you are maybe uh, rebuilding your thoughts around Jesus, kind of trying to strain some religiosity away and off and kind of rebuild your foundation of faith in the person of Jesus Christ. Um, no matter where you're at, today is gonna be really powerful for you and all of us together uh, will benefit from, from these practices that will build our spiritual or, or thankfulness muscles. So I'm gonna pray, and then we're gonna open up God's word together. Uh, would you bow your heads and we can pray together? God, thank you so much for the invitation to call you Father. Thanks for uh, the women and men who gathered here today who made uh, the courageous choice to walk in, some of them for the very first time, some of them for a, a long time. Thanks for drawing us here together. And I ask that you would answer the question in our minds and hearts. Why are we here? What do you have for us? That you would draw us to to thankfulness in a way that makes us more like you. Thanks, God. We trust you and we love you. Amen. So if you brought your Bibles, open up to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Uh, if you don't have a Bible, grab one that's right around you somewhere. Um, we're going to need everyone to grab a Bible and everybody grab a pen. We're going to do some stuff with those things together. Conveniently, every, every book in the Bible that starts with T is together. So if it's kind of at the end, if you go and find Timothy, you've gone a little bit too far. If you're in 2 Thessalonians, go to the first page of 2 Thessalonians and you'll be at 1 Thessalonians 5. It's on page 826 if you have a Bible that looks like this. Um, we're just going to read just a few verses here, um, and we're going to we'll spend the rest of our morning talking about it. Here's what Paul the apostle writes. He says this: Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's verse 16, 17, and 18. Rejoice always, pray continually. 
Give thanks in all situations or certain circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, there's one word. If I could take one word away from each of these verses, it would make it so much easier to do. So circle that word always. In the Greek, you know what that word means? It means always. It means all the time. It means when times are good and when times are difficult. It says rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all situations. It would be way easier. Like, come on, Paul. Here's the deal. Just take out one word. Take out, take out always and take out continually and take out all. And that's way easier to do, right? It's like rejoice and pray and give thanks in, in circumstances. Like, it's way easier to do. But when you add the always and the continually and the all, it makes it really hard. Yeah, that's why it's a command. That's why Paul put it in here, because it's not easy to do. You know what's easy for me to do? And I don't know about you, but maybe you. It's easy for me to be selfish. It doesn't cost me anything. I don't have to have have one thought of intentionality around my selfishness. It just just happens freely and naturally. It just happens. You know what also is easy for me to do? To be afraid. You know what's also easy for me to do? To be hopeless. You know what's also easy for me to do? To to feel like I I am in control and don't want to grab control. Those things are easy. So... They, they, they take not one ounce of effort or energy on my part. Just My life just slides there. But courage. Courage takes intentionality. It, it, it takes me to, to pull out of my fearful mindset and to step into something. Generosity. It requires a change in my mindset. It, re, it requires that I pull myself out of, out of selfishness and I... I take a deep breath and I make some choices that will lead me to live a generous life in thanksgiving, thankfulness. Thankfulness requires a change in my mentality. It, it, it requires a change to, like, to take myself, me, out of the center of my life and, or, or sometimes my problems out of the center of my life and to, to exchange myself or my problems with the power and presence of Jesus. When when my circumstances and myself is in the center. You know what? That leads to a life of negativity and complaining. When, I, when, when God is bigger than my circumstances, it leads me to this life of thanksgiving. And so the fact that it's here, that Paul is saying rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all situations, all circumstances, it just says this, it says a couple of things. Because, because he said it like this, it's a choice. Thankfulness is a choice. And and that's really good news that thankfulness is a choice. If it's a choice, guess what that means? It's not dependent on circumstances. It's not something that happens to me. If it's something I can choose and it's not something that just happens to me, if it's a choice, it's not dependent on circumstances. You know what will not happen? What we think should happen but doesn't happen that more thankfulness comes with more stuff. You know, it doesn't. It just doesn't. Thankfulness is a choice, and it's not dependent on circumstances. As a matter of fact, one of the things we're gonna talk about today is, is 
this little word, give thanks in all circumstances. Circle that word, in. You know what I love? I love that Paul didn't say be thankful for all circumstances. It's a tiny difference, but it's really important. Because you know, when, when your life is crappy, when things are happening to you, some of them maybe because of your poor decisions and some of them maybe have nothing to do with you, um, Paul's not saying, hey, just be thankful for that. I'm thankful for that difficulty. I'm thankful for that pain. But Paul is saying, you know what we can still do? We can still be thankful in that circumstance. We can go, yeah, that's a reality of my life, but it's not the biggest reality of my life. The biggest reality of my life is that I'm a beloved son or daughter of God. That is the biggest reality of my life. And if it's a choice, if thankfulness is a choice, we can get better at it. If it's not just something that happens to us, then we can get better at it. We can wrap our lives around some practices and some habits, some disciplines that will actually help grow our, our thankfulness muscle. You know what happens too? As our thankfulness muscle grows, we have more capacity to, to hold and to lift and to carry the love and the grace and the truth of Jesus in, in, into the places that we go. You know what? You know what doing habit, you know, engaging in habits or practices or disciplines does for us? It removes emotion from the equation. I very rarely wake up and go, you know what I would, you know what I feel like doing today? Going to the gym and eating right. I just, I, I don't feel like that, right? And if, and if I didn't have some habits or some disciplines or some practices that I wrap my life around, then, and, and it, then emotion just controls that, right? Like, oh, I, I don't feel like it, so I'm not gonna do it. And so if it's a choice, we can get better at it. And so we're gonna, um, we're gonna walk into some practices today and I'm just gonna encourage us to do these um, practices. One more little thing that's actually a really big thing. Look at this little, underline this last little phrase in that verse. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all situations, in all circumstances. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I can't tell you how many, how many times that someone will ask me that, man, will you just help me understand God's will? And typically, and, and man, God wants you to know what he wants for your life. But typically that's around, should I get that job? Or should I get that job? Should I stay in this relationship? Should I get out of that relationship? Should I, should I buy that house or that house? That's kind of the things. And, and I would just say, in generally, in big swaths, Romans chapter eight, and says God's will. God's will for us is to be conformed to the image of his son that more and more our lives, the way that we live and love would look like Jesus lived and loved. And, and so you know what thankfulness does? Thankfulness aligns our minds and our hearts with the mind and heart of Jesus. And so when he says, hey, this thankfulness thing is God's will for us, it's because it makes us more like Jesus. And then here's this, this cool thing. God's will for us is what's best for us. That, that's really simple, but it's profoundly true. 
I grew up in a, in a Christian tradition that was, that was steeped in, in lots of um, guilt and shame and kind of behavior modification. And, and uh, I, I still at times have this sense of like, oh, I'm submitting to God's will for my life. Like it's, like it's, it's this big sacrifice on my part. And we did a prayer series a couple of series ago, a couple of series, I don't know, ago. And uh, part of that for, for me, that I started this practice of just starting every morning, some early part of the morning, just on my knees in prayer in this, this, this position of submission. And like we were talking about, not my will, but your will, not my kingdom, but your kingdom, kind of. So I walk into some of those kinds of things. And it, it struck me about a month ago that, that, that I'm not doing that as a sacrifice or out of, a, out of fear, but, but as a joyful acceptance of the treasure. Like, think about this. The God of the universe that created the sun and the moon and the stars that knows everything, that knows where we've been, knows where we are, and knows where we're gonna, what we're gonna do tomorrow, offers us to lead our life. It's like Warren Buffett calling you and saying, hey, do you want me to, do you want me to give, give you some financial advice? You wouldn't go, oh, okay, I guess. So just, are, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? God's will for us is what's best for us. And you know what? When he says, hey, be thankful in all, in all situations, all, sorry, I, I memorized that in a, in a different version, so I keep saying situations, but circ, it's in this version, it's circumstances. Be thankful in all circumstances. It goes back to the very beginning. You know why he says that? Because it's best for us. We talked about it at the beginning. We live longer. We, we carry more joy. We have generally healthier, we're healthier physically and relationally and emotionally and spiritually. So, over the next three weeks, we're going to talk more and more. Next week, we're going to talk about the power of thankfulness, why it's so powerful. Um, but the rest of this week, we're going to talk about these five practices that we're going to step into. And I just encourage us all to step into these practices together. So when you came in, um, you got this journal that looks like this. If you didn't get one, we would love for you to have one. Uh, and we're going to actually spend some time this morning working in it. So if, if you don't have one, it's going to be awkward. So um, just would you raise your hand and we can get one to you um, all over the room. So these thankfulness journals, uh, the first thing I want you to do is take a pen and put your name on it. If you notice, they're all the same. Um, they're not all the same. Actually, each one of these is handcrafted. That's why if, you're, if your stamp is a little bit crooked... It's not, a, it's not a flaw, it's love. It's because it was lovingly stamped on there. It's handcrafted. Um, so the first thing we're gonna do is grab a pen and open up to this very first page and uh, take a, a few minutes writing this verse on the first page of the journal. And we're gonna play some music and it might be familiar, it's gonna go through twice, so don't have anxiety. So uh, click that verse, would you please? Verse, next slide. Next slide. Okay, there we go. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. 
That's what we're gonna write on this first page. So here we go, we'll have some more music, ready to go. anxiety. Remember to lower your anxiety. Give me thanks for this time. So here's what I want you to do every morning between now and Thanksgiving, maybe even after Thanksgiving. Open this up to this first page and just re- remind yourself of this, of this truth, what, that, this is God, that Thanksgiving is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So then we're going to spend some time writing some thank- things we're thankful for. So um, they're very specific. And maybe you've done a thankfulness journal, journey, journal before, but I think you probably write 30 things you're thankful for and not ever leave the bathroom. Like you could be thankful for uh, my toothbrush and soap and deodorant and all kinds of things, but we're going to do a little different. So on the, on the edge, we just write hope, H-O-P-E, down the edge of your journal that kind of looks like this. We have these four categories, so they'll be, you'll be writing four things you're thankful for. Um, every day, and it kind of walks through, it doesn't kind of, it walks through this acrostic hope. So H is for hardship. Now, man, when, when I started thinking about that, I'm like, can I come up with 30 things that have been hard in my life that I'm, that I'm thankful for? I, I, and honestly, that's why I started doing the experiment, because I'm like, I'm not sure if I can. You know, for me, that's been the most powerful part of this whole thing is to look at things uh, that are happening in my life right now that are difficult and also some things in my past that happened that actually I can be thankful for and not fake thankful, like I'm so happy that I'm going through this difficulty, but things like, man, um, man, there was a time early in my marriage where we had nothing and... um, we were buying milk with our Conoco credit card because that's all we could, we could do. And I look back at that time and what it did in my relationship with my wife. <laughs> Would I want to go through that again? Absolutely not. Can I be thankful for it now? Yes. And there's things that happen in our life and in our, in our everyday lives too. Like, oh man, that's really hard. And I can, I can be thankful in it. So H is for hardship. You know, the a lot of the things I want in life and a lot of the, the, the people, the person I want to be is, is, is found on the other side of, of walking through hardship. Um, it, just, it just has been historically true and I think it will continue to be true in my life. Um, so O, so we have hardship. H is for hardship. O is for opportunity. Opportunity to give or to serve. 
Now, sometimes we think thank, we're thankful for what we get, right? And other people that serve us. But one of the things we'll talk about later in the series is capital T Thanksgiving comes when we become not just thankful for what we get, but actually thankful for what we give. Thankful for how we, how we get to serve, the opportunities that we have to give and to serve. P is for a person. That's probably gonna be the easiest one. You have more than 30 people probably in your life. You could put in there, but maybe think through, man, today specifically, who am I thankful for? And then E is for an experience. Uh, something that you've gotten to experience in your life or something you got to experience the day before. Um, and for, for me this morning, writing down, I was, I'm just super thankful for the experience of Trick or Treat Street yesterday and the people I got to connect with and the, the joy on kids' faces I got to see. So that's what I wrote. Uh, and yours is obviously gonna be whatever yours is. So that's one. I promise that's the longest one. These other ones are, are short. Um, practice number two, intentionally tell somebody in your life that, that every day that you're thankful for them and why. So find a different person every day. And the two key words in this discipline are intentionally and why. <laughs> that, that makes it more than just a, a drive-by thanking. Thank you. Thankful for you. Thankful for you, right? It's not like, okay, who am I gonna say I'm thankful for? And, and I need to tell them why, not just, hey, thanks for your face. Or what, I guess that is maybe a why, but um, you know, thanks for the way that you served me. Thanks for the way that you continue to encourage people around you. Um, that, that just adds a little weightiness and some meatiness to your thanks. Um, so write, uh, yeah, tell somebody that you're thankful for them every day intentionally. And then um, this next one, send a postcard or two every week. We have, these, we have a thousand of these postcards that just say, I'm thankful for you. They look like this and they look like this. Uh, on the back, there's little postcard things. Now, here's the thing. It's really cool to get mail that's not a political advertisement or a bill, right? That's, it's kind of nice. Um, so I would encourage you to mail them, but here's what happened to me when I was practicing this. Um, there was one that lived in my car for two weeks because I didn't have a stamp or I didn't, I didn't know an address. And so instead of doing that, you can, you can give it or you can send it. If you have a stamp or if you have an address, send it. And, and if, not, if it's gonna stay in your car for two weeks, go ahead and just give it to somebody. Stick it in their door, put it in their windshield wiper, I hand it to them at work or at school. Um, do that. So that is that. And, and can you imagine, here's this great thing. Can you imagine a thousand of these just flowing out of your, of your homes and into the city, uh, maybe even around the, around the country, just the, the power of this wave of thankfulness that's gonna hit our city is gonna be great. Um, is that two, three? Four is, we have these cool yard signs that just say we are, thank, we are thankful for you. And they've got little metal things and I would just encourage you um, to grab one and stick it in your yard. And particularly over the next couple of days, if you're gonna have kids coming up to your door, they're gonna walk by a sign that looks like this that just says, we're thankful for you. Uh, it's just a way to put the message of Thanksgiving out to the community. And if you're in an apartment or a condo that doesn't have a yard, just grab one of those postcards maybe and, and stick it to your uh, wall or to your door. Uh, if you're in an HOA that doesn't allow yard signs and you have a dictatorial uh, you know, HOA president, stick it in his yard. That's the best. That's like, hey, we're super thankful for you. Um, you 
president of our homeowners association. Um, so grab one of those. We have about a hundred of those. So grab them while they're still there. Um, and then this last thing, we just encourage you to invite someone to join you, invite people to join you on this journey. Today was like this intro and next week, um, people that, that didn't come today, you can kind of catch them up a little bit, but they'll, they'll come in uh, next week and, and pick up on some of these same themes. And uh, again, we want this thankfulness thing to go beyond just us and be able to flow out of us into people around us. And so uh, it's a great way to help people step into the to character and nature of God. Um, we're gonna end, I promise. Um, my friend Eric is gonna come. Eric and I started doing these thankfulness journals together, um, and I just asked him to share some of the insights that he's gained over the last few weeks doing it. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name's Eric, and like Rick said, he picked me as his guinea pig for the thankfulness experiment, and I'm really thankful that he did. Um, it was a really incredible experience, and I would encourage all of you to give it a shot. Um, I really got two very valuable things out of it. Um, we always, you know, around Thanksgiving, we always think about thankfulness and it becomes a common theme, but it's very easy for us to slip into, you know, like Rick said, the 30 things in the bathroom or the things that we just have right in front of us, the material things that it's easy for us to say, oh, we're thankful for this and that. But it requires a much deeper level of kind of introspection. Um, when we're thinking about uh, the four items that, that Rick listed above, um, a hardship, opportunity, person, experience. So it really kind of shifts our perspective and invites us to think about, you know, events and people and experiences in our lives rather than just the material possessions and things that we have. Um, what I also found really beneficial was by virtue of doing 30 days of this, um, you have to dig pretty deep on the roster to, to like day 15, 16, thinking about all these things. So it allows you to, again, to really, really get on a very deep level um, and think thoroughly about the, uh, about the geography of your life and everything that you've been through and how um, all those things have really, even if we can't see them in the current moment, um, how they all bring us closer to Jesus and to God through these experiences. So I'm really happy that I got to go through this, uh, this experiment with Rick, and uh, it was a really wonderful experience for myself, and I hope it will be for you as well. Thanks, bud. Way to go. Here's, here's one of the things. I hope that um, each of these Sundays, somebody will come up and share uh, one of these practices that's been powerful for them. So, man, if you have an experience this week in one of these practices, I'd love to have you. I'd love you to have you share it with me, and then maybe one of you could come up and share with us all together. So um, I'm going to ask you to just bow your heads. We'll pray together as we close up today. Father, we are uh, thankful Thankful that we're not in the center of our lives, that our problems aren't the biggest reality in our lives, but that your love for us is. And that we can rejoice always and we can pray continually and we can give thanks in all circumstances because you are there. I just ask that you would help us, God, to uh, as we step into these practices that we would bypass our emotional response of like, I don't feel like it. But as we step into these practices, these disciplines, that, that um, doing them would align our mind and our heart to you and we become more like you. I pray for those of us in this room who are just trying to figure out who you are, that today, even the idea that, that your will is best and that submitting to you isn't, this sacrifice of what's best for us to get best for you, but it is best for us as well.
I pray that that truth would wash away lies that people have listened to or heard about who you are and what your agenda is for our lives. And I pray that you would just swell up a powerful wave of thankfulness in our hearts that would flood over into our homes and our neighborhoods and our classrooms and our workplaces. We love you and thankful for you. Amen.